All right, awesome. Uh, just by a show of hands, uh, how many of us were able to come out to love La Mirada yesterday? Just by a show of hands in this place? Oh, nice, awesome. Can we give these guys a nice round of applause? Um, I think yesterday was the fastest Love La Mirada I've ever been to. And having been to only one, that's pretty, no, that means nothing. But um, it was just, it was so cool to see just, you know, local churches or local organizations just coming around, loving our city, just by painting fences, picking up trash, cleaning up our parks, just showing how much we love this city. So that was a very encouraging thing for me to see. And, uh, you know, I got to teach, you know, some youth students to finally, like, tie up some trash bags. Like, they don't know how to tie trash bags for some reason. So parents, if you ever need your kids to take out the trash and they tell you they don't know how, they are lying because I taught them yesterday. So this week, you can ask them to take out the trash and they have no excuse. So you guys can go ahead and do that. But um, again, we're so thankful that you guys are here this morning. Uh, if you're new, we welcome you to our church. Uh, my name is Pastor Jesse. I'm the youth pastor here at this church. And right now, we're going through a series called 40 Days of Prayer. And one of the things, one of our visions for this year is that we want to be a church that prays and serves. And we want to be a church that walks and lives in a life of prayer. And what, do mean, what does it mean to pray? We don't pray just to mumble words. We don't just pray to make ourselves look good. We don't pray just to, you know, be, make a show. Um, but it's all about us having an intimate conversation, an intimate relationship with a loving God who lives in heaven. And so we have this relationship with him. And one of the best ways we have this relationship is through prayer. So before we start in the message, I thought it was only appropriate that we start our time in prayer. So why don't you join us in prayer, join me in prayer. Father, we want to thank you so much for bringing us here this morning. And God, thank you so much for who you are. God, thank you for being our Heavenly Father. God, sometimes uh, we just make prayer into this thing that, you know, it's just so confusing. But Lord, teach us what it means to pray, but not just to pray just for the sake of, but let us be people to pray in confidence, knowing who you are, knowing your will. And so may you bless this time as we dive in your word to teach us what it means to pray in confidence. So we thank you so much. We love you, and we pray this all in your name. Amen. Um, last week, uh, we just started our 40 days of prayer, and we talked about how prayer is relational. It's not a ritual. We don't do things. It's relational. So it, let me ask you guys a question this morning. How, uh, just by a show of hands, how many of you guys watch baseball? Like, just show of hands. How many of you guys like baseball? Yeah, some of you guys? Okay. This is like a side question for me personally, but how many of you guys in this church are Angel fans? <laughs> oh, not too many. Typical. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> how many guys are Dodger fans? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I am going to make this church a Dodger church. All right. Just kidding. That's a little joke. Um, if I, let me ask you guys a question, though. If I were to ask you guys... What would, ask you guys, what is your prayer batting average? What would you give yourself? If you were to give yourself a prayer batting average, what would you grade yourself? Right. 
Um, I don't know. That's up to you. <laughs> and I ask this because sometimes we might think like, eh, you know, I think in prayer I can always pray a little better. You know, I can pray a little longer. I can pray a little more. I can say more. Maybe if I had the right words to say, I can do a little better. And I think sometimes when we think of prayer, we think of so much about the technique. We think about the technicals, about how to do this, when to do that. Um, And we focus on so many rules about prayer um, that we tend to forget who we're actually praying to. We focus so much about what to do rather than who we're talking to. And so our confidence in prayer should not come from technique alone. Rather, it should come from us having a relationship with God and knowing who he really is. And so today, uh, if you guys look in your bulletins, we're going to talk about how we can find confidence in prayer. Can I hear you guys say confidence? confidence. Oh, with a little more confidence. Let me hear you say confidence. confidence. That was awesome. Okay. So, first point, how, how do we, uh, what, what's the best way of knowing Uh, finding confidence in prayer is our first point goes to we need to know who we're praying to okay so if you have your bibles open we just read luke chapter 11 i'm going to read this out for us we'll have it on the screen for you um but luke chapter 11 Uh, now jesus was praying in a certain place and when he had finished one of his disciples said to him lord teach us to pray as john taught his disciples and he said to them when you pray say father hallowed be your name your kingdom come give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation so what's going on here jesus has just finished praying and his disciples are like jesus Teach us what it means to pray. How do we pray? What does it mean to pray? And the best way Jesus teaches his disciples to pray is by saying, pray to God as Father. And now Jesus was a rabbi. He was a teacher. He taught the Bible. He taught God's word. And there were so many ways I think Jesus could have explained God to his disciples. He could have explained God as the creator, Genesis 1. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. He could have explained uh, God as a shepherd to his people. Psalm 139, the God of knowledge, all-knowing. He could have used so many different ways to explain and describe God and how to pray to him. But why is it that he chose to share with them, pray to God as a father? Out of all the names God is known for, why as a father? And for some of us this morning, we're asking the same question. How do we pray, God? What, how do teach us how to pray? What does it mean to pray? And I'm going to simply echo the same thing Jesus told his disciples. Pray to God as a father. Pray to God as dad. That's who God is. And so for some of us, when we hear that, that's kind of like new for us. Like, I never knew we can talk to God as a dad right some of you guys talk to your dads in very different ways and you're like probably wondering can i talk to god like this right some of us this could be a very difficult thing a difficult thing to swallow because the idea of god being a father may 
for many of you guys or for some of you guys, open up some wounds. Maybe you guys never had the best relationship with your dad. Maybe you had a broken relationship with your dad. Maybe you had an even abusive relationship. Maybe you had an absent father. And sometimes because of those hurts and those pains, we tend to put our ideas and our views of God as a father onto God. And maybe God's just like my dad. Maybe he's just absent. Maybe he's just not there. Maybe he doesn't really care for me. And as we talk about confidence, I want to ask us this morning that we trade our previous misconceptions about God for the truth of who God really is and what he is really like. And so I want to share with you guys an illustration. Um, so uh, I'm going to just probably be vulnerable with you guys and be honest because I feel like I can be a honest with the church here. Um, you know, one of my biggest insecurities and one of my biggest fears growing up uh, was this idea of acceptance, uh, this idea of acceptance. And because of this uh, fear of acceptance, I, you know, I tend to be a big people pleaser. And so growing up, you know, like with, whether I go to school with my friends, I'll try to do these things to please my friends, right, to get them to accept me, to love me, uh, whether it even be at my home with my parents, you know, trying to do things to have them love me as a son, you know, whether it be getting the best grades, right, or going into the best school, or just doing things just to please them, right? And sadly enough, that was my relationship with my friends, my family, whoever. I just wanted to be accepted. I wanted to be loved. And sadly enough, that was how I even viewed God. I felt like, you know, God, I'm not perfect. I'm not this really cool guy, and I know I have a lot of flaws, and I know I fall short. And so, God, you know, I'm going to just do whatever I can to look good in front of you so that you can accept me. And one of the things because of that insecurity is that I always hated asking for help. Um, I hate asking for help because uh, it made me look weak made me look unreliable. Uh, I was ashamed maybe that I couldn't take care of myself as a man or as a boy, whatever you want to call it. And so that was my biggest insecurity. And so uh, there was a moment in college when I graduated from college, you know, I had no job, no idea what my future was going to hold. And, uh, you know, financially, I have to learn to take care of myself. And that wasn't the, uh, the best situation, the best time for me. And so I uh, always hated asking for help, especially when it came to finances. I hated asking for help with finances. And the one person who was always willing to help was my dad. And that was the one person that I always had the hardest time asking because I knew how giving he was. And so I might, I'll come home from school on the weekends or something like that, and, you know, my dad would just ask me, hey, how are you doing? How are, how are your finances? How is everything under, are you taking care of everything? And, you know, being the honest, nice boy that I am, I told him, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. I can take care of myself, right? But there's something about parents that you guys just, just you just see through your kids, you know, you just know when they're lying or just, like, putting up a front, you know? And so I remember that one night I came home and I told him that 
And I went to sleep. And the next morning, I found $200 in my wallet. And I was like, where'd this come from, right? And around that, around five minutes later, my dad gives me, gives me a call. And he was saying, like, hey, um, you, you awake? I'm like, oh, yeah, because you called me. <laughs> He's like, hey, I just left some money for you. I was like, I ho- I just use it. I know you need it. And I remember when he was saying that to me, I had no, I was just feeling very, like, I don't know, I just felt, like, really ashamed almost or very, like, uncomfortable. Like, and I just, the one thing I could ask him was, oh, why did you give me this? Why did you give me this? Why did you give me this? And I don't, I will never forget what my dad told me. Um, his response over the phone was, because I'm your dad. You're my son. If you ever need anything, you can always just ask me. Right? And now, as I was thinking about confidence in prayer, what does it mean to know God as a father? I was just kind of reflecting, man, what does that even mean, that God is a father? Even I was reflecting on my relationship with my dad. And I, like, man, like, it's just so hard to understand that. It's so hard to grasp that. But the thing I was kind of coming back to is that when I pray and talk with God, I know I've talked with him because I know he loves me as his child, as his son. And so, in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, it says, See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. Romans 8, 15 to 17 says, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And so my question for us is, as we come to God in prayer, do we come to God in confidence, believing he is a father who loves his children? Or do we believe him just to be just a random stranger we talk to? Do we have confidence coming to God knowing that, you know, God is my father. He loves me as his child. I know when I can ask, when I talk to him, he'll accept me. He'll love me. He'll listen to me. And the biggest thing about prayer I was realizing is that we can't know how to communicate with someone and be confident unless we know our relationship with them. We can't know how to communicate with somebody and be confident unless we know our relationship with them. So the way we find confidence in prayer, Jesus teaches us, is by knowing God as our Father. Knowing God as our Father. And so I want to go on to our next point. What's another way that Jesus teaches us or we know uh, to be confident in uh, prayer is that we pray in God's will. We pray in His will. Believing that he does things for our good. Not our happiness, for our good. And so I'm going to read for us 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 to 15. And this is the confidence that we have toward him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask... We know that we have the request that we have asked of him, praying in his will. 
So if you can kind of turn to the screen, I have a kind of short video for us to watch. And, uh, oh, yeah, we can go back to that later. Yeah. Dear God, thank you for your goodness. Lord, I know you want me to be blessed and happy. And that's why, God, I pray you, please, let me have this Corvette I've been looking at. I really like it. And God, if it be your will, please make it cherry red. Amen. Lord, I'm single. And I'd really like to find that special someone. I kind of thought you'd have this problem figured out by now. Anyway, now is the time, Lord. Make it happen. Bring me a man. Lord, I know it is your desire to make your children happy. And I've got a situation here. Um, all of my neighbors have gotten in-ground pools. I'm the only one on the block that doesn't have one. God, you can do better than this. As you know, Lord, I just released my first album, and it's not getting the kind of attention I hoped for. God, I know that you are capable of anything. You're all powerful. So please, Lord, Make my album trend. Make it trend, Lord, make it trend. Ignite social media with your holy fire so that I may be glorified in all I do. Amen. isn't this working? Come on! I want this car! God, give it to me! Right now! Hello? <laughs> Hello? I don't understand! Where's my pool? Why is this not working? What is wrong with this thing? God, what are you doing? I want this! What is going on? I can't look it out in front of my friends! Are you kidding me? That was fun. Uh, I was kind of watching that during the week. I was like, man, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, but, you know, these people in this video, they're like praying to a, a vending machine. <laughs> and 
And if you guys saw in this vending machine, there's all these things like popularity, success, money, car, right? And these people, you know, they knew how to pray. They, they had the right Christian lingo. Lord, if it's your will, cherry red. You know, like things like that. They knew the Christian lingo. But how did they see God? How did they view God? Did they view him as a father who loves them, who knows what's best for them? Or did they simply view him as a vending machine? That whatever they ask, they'll get right away. And their confidence was not found in the will of God, but it's out of their own selfishness. As a result, you know, they weren't satisfied. Yeah, you guys saw how frustrated they were, right? God, are you even listening to me? God, are you even here? Right? You know, it's kind of funny. I was watching that, and I told you how funny that was. Like, God, oh, that's so hilarious. Like, dang, these guys are dumb. <laughs> but afterwards, I was kind of thinking, man, that's me. <laughs> that's, that's really me sometimes, that I can look at God as a vending machine, just praying whatever I want, thinking that he will give me whatever I want, when in fact I forget how he is actually a father who knows what's best for his children. Haven't we done that as well? I want to have us go back one slide, a couple slides actually, to Romans 8.28. Um, yeah, the one before that. Yes, Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. His purpose. And so let me ask you guys, how many of you guys are parents in this room? Parents, grandparents, parents? Oh, a lot of you guys. If one of your children came up to you tomorrow and was like, Mom, Dad, could I have candy, soda, Cheetos, Doritos for breakfast this morning? Are you being a loving parent by giving those things to your kids? Oh, well, I heard one no. So I'm guessing everyone says yes. <laughs> Probably not, right? Why? They have a stomach ache, they feel really bad, their teeth will get all messed up, right? And what do, t- what do kids tend to do? Oh, man, mom, dad, you're so mean. Gosh, why? You know, they all complain, they cry, right? Don't kids do that sometimes? I'm, I'm not a parent, but, you know, I was one of those kids who complained to my mom, and I later on learned the, the stress I gave my parents. So I uh, apologize on behalf of all your children that you went through this. Um, but is it loving to give them what they want or is it more loving to look out for what they need, what is best for them, And sometimes as kids, we were like, oh, God, why? Are you even listening to me? I wanted this. Why are you not giving this to me? My question is, are you asking that for yourself or are you asking that in his will? Are you asking that because you know him as a father who knows what's best for you? Or do you just see him as a plain vending machine that you just get whatever you want? And for us, when we talk about confidence and praying in God's will, I think what these people in this video should have said, God, no matter the circumstances, 
whether I get this car or not, whether I get this pool or not, in the end, it's all your plan, not mine. I trust in your goodness. I trust in your purpose. I just trust in you. When we pray in God's will, we want to be confident, believing He is in control, fulfilling His purpose, and working things together for all good. And so I want to wrap up our time just by application. Two things I want to ask us to do during the week, application-wise. First one is this, spend time with the Father. Spend time with Him. Take some time this week to share things on your heart with God. I think one of the reasons why we lack confidence in our relationship with God is because we don't make time with Him. We haven't been taking the time to talk with Him. So if you guys are couples in this room, what's the one thing that breaks you away? Lack of communication, no talking, no sharing. What about friends? If you have friends, what brings friendships away? No talking, no communication, no sharing. And it's kind of the same with God. We can't have a strong relationship with Him without communication, without constant communication. And that's why it's so important to know that when we pray to God, we're not just praying to some random person. We're praying to our Heavenly Father. That we're coming to Him knowing that He listens to our prayers. He sympathizes with us. He understands us and He loves us as His children. So I want to challenge us this week as we go into our life groups, as we go into 40 days of prayer, as we continue to pray on our own, that you guys find confidence by spending time with God. And if you have to, make some time for yourself. Get out of the house, go to a Starbucks or something. Have a time for yourself that you can spend with God, just you and Him. And secondly, I want to, uh, this last application is that I want you guys, when you pray, that you would pray in His will. I know many of us have requests. Many of things have things on our hearts that we want to pray to God. And God welcomes those requests. God welcomes our prayers. But one of the challenges I want to say to us is that I want to challenge you to end those prayers by praying, your will be done. Your purpose, your will be done. Um, And, you know, in Luke chapter 22, uh, Jesus is praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he's just in agony. He's stressed out. They're saying he was so stressed out that he was sweating drops of blood, that he was so anxious, he was so worried about what was going to happen next. He knew he was going to get arrested. He knew he was going to get tortured. He knew he was going to die on the cross. And he tells God, God, take this cup away from me but not my will, your will be done. And as Jesus followed the will of God, he died on that cross to be a sacrifice for us, for our sin, for our shame, so that we may have a relationship with the Father in heaven. Our confidence is not by, it doesn't come from our answered prayers, but our confidence comes us from putting our trust and faith in God's plans and God's purpose. 
that he works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So church, um, just this week, uh, as you guys go back to work with your family, friends, school, may we make time for God. May we really spend time with him as a father. And as we pray to him, may we grow in our confidence knowing who he is and that, God, he, and that he has a plan, he has a purpose, and let us really surrender and bow down to him and follow his will. So let us pray together. Father, we want to thank you so much. And God, we want to just pray together as a church in confidence. Confidence knowing that we are coming to our Heavenly Father, a Father who loves us, listens to us, who understands us, and works for our good, who knows what's best for us. And God, I want to pray for us as we go about this week. May we have this time, may we have constant time just spending time with you. May we just have fellowship. May we just have a time where we could just share our hearts and listen to what you have to say in your word. And that through that, we'll have confidence and intimacy with you. May we follow your will. May we follow your purpose. God, you know what is best. God, you are in control. May we just surrender at your feet and follow you, Lord. And so, God, may you be with us. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for this time together. And Jesus, may we end this time by praying the prayer that you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thy is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen.